with Hashem's never-ending assistance and kindness, you're listening to the 231st edition of the Daily Dvar. We're discussing the possibility, or the, whether there's a permission, for one to be able to give more than a fifth of his money to tzedakah, to charitable causes. So he brings down and he tells us that there's a concept that when it comes to giving tzedakah to regular charity, so then it's true. We're not allowed to give more than a 20, than 20% than a fifth of our income. However, when it comes to being machzik Torah, when it comes to supporting those who are learning the Torah, so the shita mekubetzis and suvis, he has an opinion, he entertains the possibility that it's not at all true that in regards to learning Torah, that if you're supporting someone in Torah, you can only give him 20%. No, the fact is, it makes sense, says the Chavis Chaim, that we would say that in fact, when it comes to supporting someone who's learning Torah, you can give even more than 20%. You can give more than a fifth. And he brings down a proof and he shows us from the concept of the partnership that existed between Zvulun and Yisach. There were two tribes. So one of them was Zvulun. The tribe of Zvulun would go out, they would do business, they would go out on their ships, and they would collect a tremendous amount of parnasa of livelihood enough for not only for themselves but also for the tribe of Yisachar and the tribe of Yisachar so they would sit and they would learn Torah all day and they would be supported by the tribe of Zvulun so now how would it work so what would happen would be like this that Zvulun the tribe that was going out and collecting the money and, and making a livelihood and giving the money to Yisachar so that tribe who was getting the money, so it would be considered that all the Torah learning that was done would be credited to them, and they would also share in the profit, so to speak, of the Torah that was being learned because of their support. So now, in fact, he brings down this beautiful medrash in the Parshish Nasso, and says that what was the reason why Zvulun, of all of the tribes, there were 12 tribes, but Zvulun, so their tribe, their Nasi, their prince, was the third person to bring the special sacrifice, the special offering in the Mishkan, in the sanctuary, when it was first dedicated. They were the third person. And what was the reason? Since they had a special value, and they showed a special love for the Torah, and they were careful to always be giving out money to the, to the Shevet, to the tribe of Yisachar, so in that merit, so they merited that they should be the third group, the third Nasi, the third prince, who would bring a special offering to the Mishkan in the sanctuary. And it actually goes through all the different details of this offering and explains how it corresponds to the actual uh, partnership that existed between the tribe of Zvulun and the tribe of Yisachar. It says like this, it says one of the things that, they, that was brought in this offering was a ka'ara, a plate. So this plate corresponded to the bread, to the food, to the sustenance that the tribe of Zvun would give to Yisachar so that they could learn the Torah. Then it talks about a mizrak, that there was a, there was a, they would take wine and they would libate the wine on the altar. So this corresponded to the wine, the drinks that the tribe of Zvun would give to the tribe of Yisachar so that they could learn Torah. And why were these things made out of silver? So it corresponded to the silver, to the money that they would give to be able to do all of their needs so the tribe of Zvun would give it to the tribe of Yisachar for all their needs. And then it says, Shnei Malayim Silas, they were both filled with flour. What did this represent? This represented the concept that both the tribe of Zvun and the tribe of Yisachar, they would take an equal portion in the learning of the Torah. And both of them would take an equal portion in the livelihood that was brought in by the tribe of Zvulun. From all of this, says the Chavitz Chaim, we see that it's quite clear that there, we're not just talking about a fifth. There was an equal splitting between Zvulun and Yisachar of the Torah that was learned. And there was also an equal splitting of the money that was earned. So you see that it can be even more than 20%. If we're talking about somebody who wants to support someone else who's learning the Torah. So there's an opportunity here. You don't have to be limited to only giving 20% of your income to this. This is an investment that you can make even more than that. And according to how much you invest, according to how much you 
monetary support. So that's how much a person will have a chilek, a portion in the Torah that's being learned because of the money that was invested into this relationship. Now the Chavis Chaim points out in an extra note here, and he says that from this concept, from this medrash, we see the tremendous power of a partnership like this. We also understand that the attitude a person should have. So let's say someone comes to your door and is collecting for Torah. For those who are learning Torah, he's a ben Torah himself. He's someone himself who needs money. So a person should be makablim, the saver upon the office. You should bring him in with a beautiful countenance. You shouldn't look at him in a negative way, heaven forbid at all. If anything, just like if let's say someone would have a partner who's bringing him a tremendous amount of money. So how would he greet such a person if he's coming to speak to him? So he would greet him with a, with a very happy face. He would be very joyous, very excited to see him. That's how a person has to approach those who are coming to him to ask him for money. You, when, when you are giving money to someone who's a ben Torah, someone who's learning the Torah, so you're becoming a shutav, you're becoming a partner in his Torah. You, it's a tremendous investment. This guy is giving you alam haba, he's giving you the most ultimate investment possible. And that's how a person should greet someone like that. And according to how much, according to the way that a person greets the person who he's supporting in Torah, so according to the way that he gives over the money with the proper countenance, with the proper joy, that's how they're going to reward him. When they give him the reward in heaven, they're also going to give it to him with that kind of joy. He's going to receive it with that joy. But if heaven forbid, the Chavz Chaim says, a person does not greet him with the proper joy, doesn't have the, the proper appreciation for what he's doing, so corresponding to how his appreciation is, the type of face he has on when he gives over the money, the feeling he has inside of him, that's how he's going to receive his reward as well. Thanks for listening to The Daily Dvar.